0: In the second half of the show, we'll explore the history of each location, the story of the great America in each city and town along our route. What does it mean to be a great America on the local level? Was it when a city prospered? When a new business came to town? During a time of civil unrest? Before Western civilization arrived? Resident historian Tom Przelski is here to tell us what made this place great. Tom Prozelski is a Tucson native whose family roots in southern Arizona extend back to the 18th century. He worked for both the Yaqui tribe and the Tohono O'odham Nation before serving three terms in the Arizona House of Representatives. He was the Pima County historian, and his writings on Arizona history, politics, and culture have appeared in multiple publications. He is the author of California Lancers, the 1st Battalion of Native Cavalry in the Far West, 1863-1866. to 1866. More importantly, Tom is our resident historian. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the show.
1: It's great to be here.
0: In which time period was it a great America in Cheyenne, Wyoming?
1: For Cheyenne, I picked a period between 1867 and 1887, not only because that was a period when Cheyenne was very much a center for the cattle industry, very much a center of political power for the cattle industry, but also because Wyoming itself very much embraces an identity that was created during those
0: years what made it great
1: cheyenne became a center for the cattle industry when the transcontinental railroad came through and that brought a lot of investment including foreign investment in building a cattle industry where you had thousands of cattle in wyoming and cheyenne quickly became the capital of wyoming It was a town that grew very quickly. It grew from almost nothing to maybe uh, within a matter of months to a town of 4,000 people with hundreds of saloons, hundreds of stores and businesses, very much a Western boomtown that you'd associate with that period with the false front buildings and all that. Very much also kind of creating a very unique culture of a Wyoming cowboy, which was a very different creature than the cowboys and the vaqueros we saw in other parts of the country.
0: Who was included in that great America?
1: These ranches were very heavily capitalized. There was a, a lot of money that had come in from largely from the East Coast and a lot even from Europe. A lot of investment from places like England and Germany in cattle ranches. So those are the folks who very much got large piece of this new prosperity in this town. Also, there were a lot of businesses, of storekeepers who benefited very much from supplying these branches. And of course, the railroad made a lot of money from this, too. And beyond that, there was kind of a, we'll just call it for lack of a better word, a political class that kind of emerged to basically preserve their political and economic power. Uh, attorneys, politicians, and they all congregated in a place in Cheyenne called the Cheyenne Club. And that's where a lot of the decisions got made.
0: Who was excluded from that great America?
1: Well, the big, deep, dark secret about the cattle industry in the West was that they benefited very much from free land, open land. People who had smaller operations, people who were farming, largely had to be driven from the land so that the cattlemen could continue to apply their trade. A lot of these smaller operators tended to be immigrants from Europe or people who were homesteading. And if you were homesteading, it was probably because you were poor back east. You had to get get to the west if you wanted to be a farmer and make something of your life. So those folks were pushed around and pushed out. Also, a big thing that, that I care about a lot is this whole image of the cowboy as a prototypical white male when in fact most cowboys were not. That is very much an image that gets created during this time in Wyoming because of some of the great fiction from people like Owen Wister, Frederick Remington, those people kind of create about this era.
0: How does that tie into current day or the history of the place?
1: I mentioned people like Owen Wister, who probably mostly unknown now, but he was a very famous and successful author in the 19th century who kind of created the image of the cowboy, and his most famous books, like The Virginian, which became a movie with John Wayne, and Lynn McLean, which also became a movie, but I don't remember who was in it. These were very much contributed to our myth-making about the West. So a lot of our imagery of the cowboy comes from Wyoming, even though the cowboy, as a part of our culture, really comes from Mexico. Our image of what a cowboy is supposed to look like is very much from the cowboys that were working in Wyoming during this period. Now, of course, the reality of the cowboy is that he's basically a working stiff. He's dirty all the time, probably broke most of the time, and probably a little bit exploited. He ends up becoming this very heroic figure, and Wyoming as a state continues to embrace that imagery, even though... The leading industry in Wyoming is oil and gas, and most people work for the government. So there you have it.
0: Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks for being on the show this week. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sosnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.